The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome to the Source of Truth podcast on this Wednesday edition. And we're so glad you're with us this morning and giving us a chance to be part of your day. And we hope you're doing well, enjoying the nice, uh, mild winter weather as we officially start off winter. And uh, look forward to the snow and all that will come with it. Today we're going to be in Psalm chapter 119. We're going to be in verse number 73 here in just a moment. But I would like to take this moment to invite you to our services tonight. We are going to have live in-person services. The adult Bible study will be in the auditorium. And uh, so we invite you to be in there. Plenty of room for uh, distance and social distancing, so we invite you to join us in there. Teenagers will start in the gym, kids in the kids' wing, and then they will take swap places halfway through. And uh, so we invite you to join us. Starts at 7, gets done around 8.15. I uh, would love to have you, even if you've never been to church before, we invite you to join us tonight. If you can't make it for some reason, uh, the adult Bible study will be live-streamed. Uh, at least the Bible study portion of it will be live-streamed tonight, starting at 7. Psalm chapter 119, verse number 73. Let's go ahead and read the scriptures, and then we'll go ahead and unpack them. He says in verse 73, Thy hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn thy commandments. They that fear thee will be glad when they see me, because I have hoped in thy word. I know, O Lord, that thy judgments are right, and that thou in faithfulness hast afflicted me. Let, let I pray thee thy merciful kindness be uh, for my comfort, according to thy word, according to thy servant, uh, according to thy word, unto thy servant. Excuse me, verse number 77. Let thy tender mercies come unto me, that I may live. For thy law is perfect, uh, for thy law is my delight. I don't know why I'm saying it wrong there. I'm sorry. Verse number 78. Let the proud be ashamed, for they dealt perversely with me without a cause. But I will meditate in thy precepts. Let those that fear thee turn unto me. And those that have known thy testimonies, let my heart be sound in thy statutes, that I be not ashamed. Now, one of the things we're going to see in this passage is we're going to see really the the sovereignty and the preeminence of God working through all of this. It's a good reminder that what's happening to us and who we are is not a mistake, that God knows who we are. He's made a plan for it, and he has made us the way he wants us to be. And then he uses circumstances to help us to become everything he wants us to be. Uh, Let's see that by starting in verse number 73, where David said this, Thy hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn thy commandments. I think it's important for us to understand a very powerful premise here, that God knows what to do, God is aware of what to do, and God is there to instruct me because he made me. He made me with my strengths, he made me with my weaknesses. One of the things, if we're not careful, that we can do is we can get the idea that I wish if I were like so-and-so, I could do something. If I had the gift of so-and-so, I would then do something. If I was talented as this person, then I would do something. And, and we forget that we are exactly the way God wanted us to be. God created us. God designed us. And it's more than just God created us. And, and there was a time back in when evolution was first coming out and preachers really didn't have an answer for what to say at the time because it was such a new thought that several of them came up with this false idea of what's called theistic evolution, that God God um, created some and then evolution to complete it. That was as false as the original premise of evolution to begin with. But the premise came down that, that God still wasn't in control. Please understand, God created you. He also designed you. What you look like, your height, what you sound like, uh, your strengths and your weaknesses, God made you that way. 
Sometimes we look at these things and we say, Lord, I wish I were this and I wish I were that. And, but the fact is, everybody to an extent kind of gets this idea, I wish I were a little more. Every one of us have something about us that we wish could change. If we're to be honest completely, I wish I could change this. And the fact is, God designed us exactly the way we are for the person we're going to marry, for the ministry he's, he's, he made us for, for the church he wants us in, for the people he wants us to minister to. God has made us exactly that way. And so if he does, then he knows our strengths, he knows our weaknesses. Why? Because he designed them. He designed us to be that way. So when he says in the second half of that verse, give me understanding that I may learn the commandments, well, why would he do that? Because he's the best person to do it. It's kind of like the very, very poor but legitimate illustration would be you buy something from a company and you open up their hymn. Of course, you're going to read their instructions. You read their instructions because they designed this. They designed it and they're the ones that are going to tell you how to use it. Same thing. I mean, God designed us and then gave us a structure manual in the Word of God. And he's asking, Lord, help me to understand what you want from me. You made me this way. Verse 74, David continues, they that fear thee will be glad when they see me because I've hoped in thy word. Right? What is he saying? They're simply, those other people like me who have put their trust in God will be glad in me because I have gone through conflict. I have gone through affliction and I have come out on the other side with your blessing on me. And, and let me tell you something. The, kind of the, a simple way to put this is one of the reasons why churches like testimonies. When you're hurting, you hear someone else give a testimony of exactly what you're going through, but you've seen them come through it into the other side. That's a powerful testimony. And you listen and say, man, I'm not alone in this. I, God, has used, God has used them and God has helped them to go through it. I can go through it too. So when people go through similar battles and they're able to get through the other side, it, it empowers others in the same situation to be able to go through it. And so he says, other people will see what you have done in my life will be empowered by it because you're working and you work in the similar situations. They're not alone. Verse number 75, I know, O Lord, that thy judgments are right, and that thou in faithfulness hast afflicted me. Lord, I know what you're doing is right, and what you've allowed into my life, and the things you've done to help point me in the right direction is good. Please remember, he created me. He designed me. He's got a plan for me that is the best place for fulfillment, help, and encouragement. So what better person to bring in the direction necessary, and affliction sometimes is necessary, to teach me, to teach me to trust in him, to teach me to see that I can't do things on my own, to teach me to know what direction to go. This is good. It is right. Let me encourage you. It's, it's hard for us to say, Lord, you are right when things are going right. But it is the right thing to say. He is good, he is right, and he knows what he's doing. He is sovereign, he knows what he's doing, and that's why I need to put my trust in him. I don't always understand what he's doing or why he's doing it, but I know that he is aware of what he's doing, and so therefore I will put my trust in him. I will trust in him and I will follow him because he's designed me and he is sovereign and he knows what he is doing. Verse 76, let I pray thee thy merciful kindness be for my comfort according to thy word. And thy servants, Lord, please help your merciful kindness. Help me. Continue to show your kindness and your mercy and your strength in my life. Continue to do that. Verse 77, let thy tender mercies come unto me that I may live for thy law is my delight. He's simply repeating himself. Continue to bring those things into my life that I can live, that I can grow, Lord. Continue to teach me and mold me that I may fulfill everything you want. I like what he says and continues in verse 78. Let the proud be ashamed, for they dealt perversely with me without a cause, but I will meditate in thy precepts. For those people who were against, David said, for those who were coming out against me, hopefully they will realize one day, let them be ashamed. Because at some point they're going to recognize that they were wrong and I was right and that you were with me in that time. Hopefully they will be ashamed. Hopefully they will recognize that wrong. 
And one day deal with it. And sometimes we feel like when people, when Satan uses people to come out against us, we say maybe they're right and we can become easily frustrated. The key is, we've said this before, keep right with God, keep focused on God, keep confessing, making sure you're right with God. And when you've done all that, and there's nothing else you can do, then trust God to take care of the details. And don't worry about what other people say. There's plenty of people who want to mock you, plenty of people who want to say you're wrong, plenty of people kind of like the friends of Job who sat there and said, this obviously has to be your fault. They look at the circumstances and they say that obviously the circumstances dictate this is your fault. And it wasn't. It was just God's plan. So we need to make sure that we keep our eyes on him and don't worry about those people. Verse 79. Let those that fear thee turn unto me, and those that have known thy testimonies, let my heart be sound in thy statutes that I be not ashamed. Those that fear thee, keep close to me, because I will encourage them, I will teach them, I will, I will help them to see the truth from what you've done for me. And Lord, I'm going to keep my heart sound in what you're doing. I won't be ashamed. I will keep following you. I like what he says, that I may not, I'm going to stay close to you, that I be not ashamed. I don't want to be like those others who have gone the wrong way and end up regretting it. I want to stay close to you. Can I encourage you that the biggest thing we pull from this is that God is in control. He is sovereign. He designed me. He's got a plan, and he uses circumstances to point me in the right direction. We don't always like that. It can be very frustrating. It can be very discouraging if we don't. If we keep our eyes on our circumstances, and and here's what we think. If we think that God's plan has to be a certain way, and therefore when his plan doesn't work out the way we want to, obviously we fall apart. We fall apart because if God is good, then everything's got to turn out this way. Well, first of all, it's a humanistic thinking and it's wrong, but if we think that way, we can become very frustrated because we have this idea that if God is good, things turn out this way. It's a very humanistic way and it's a very discouraging way to live. What I need to do is stop saying, if God is good, then. I need to sit back and say, no, God is good no matter what. So how is he using these circumstances to prove that? And if I can keep my eye on him and know that he's got a plan, he's got a purpose, and he's doing something, and what he's doing, this will work for his good if I allow it to. It gives me the grace to continue to move forward. Well, I hope that's an encouragement today. I hope it's a challenge. I really hope it inspires you to know that God is working in your life. He's got a plan. And don't sit back and act like, well, God's not doing it the way I want. He will rarely do it the way you want because you have a human point. He will do it the way he knows is best, and that's what we need to focus on. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday edition. Again, if you can join us tonight in person, we start everything at 7 o'clock. We're done around 8.15. If not, the Bible study will be uh, live streamed at 7 o'clock, and we hope you can join us for that. Thanks for joining us, giving me a chance to be part of your day, and we hope you have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week. We hope we see you again tomorrow.